0: Hey, 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 it's the big motherfucking baby, and I'm back, new pod, yeah, it's big baby, the god, big baby, the goat, big baby's back on that bottle, bottle. and I got another pod uh, pod coming for you, damn, stop stop stuttering, big baby, I'm back on that ump juice, Back on that unc juice, y'all know what that is. Shout out to Uncle Shay. Why does every bitch want to be body? That's the question I asked. But you know what? We're going to come back to that. So on today's episode, we're going to talk about the shop. Because that has everybody going crazy. Odell Beckham Jr. getting paid. A little WNBA stuff. Bro, why every bitch want to be body? Why wreath ain't had no wheel, and then I'm gonna close it out with the Jacksonville shooting. So, so to begin, my man LeBron James—he done, woo he done ruffled some feathers. Go, James has upset some people. He has really changed the way that he is viewed in today's society. So. He, had, he has a uh, new show on, H- on HBO called The Shop. It's a concept that, excuse me, they did through Undisputed before, but now it's uh, being showed on HBO. And there's some astonishing quotes that came from that. For one, it was they tried to give the, the, the traditional barbershop scene of, you know, just a bunch of black people sitting around talking some good cash money shit, right? Well, for one, they had John Stewart there, who's not black, but I fuck with. He's, a, he's great. It's, I, I miss him on TV. Um, and then they're drinking wine, and I've never seen wine being drank in a barbershop. I've drank champagne in a barbershop before, but never wine. But nonetheless, I mean, LeBron's a wine drinker. He loves his cabs. So they're just trying to have their best experience. And obviously, we all know that the wine does loosen people up, right? Be whining on that wine. So a couple of quotes I want us to start off with, right? Here's one that we're we're gonna talk about first. When I decided I was going back, excuse me, when I decided I was gonna start speaking up and not giving a fuck about the backlash or if it affects me, my whole my whole mindset was it's not about me. My truth to so many different kids and so many different people was broader than me personally. So here's one of the reasons why I call LeBron the GOAT, because LeBron is not only a great basketball player, but he is a great human being and a great role model. So here's what he did, right? You know, LeBron, bunch of endorsements, people buy his shoes, black people, white people, Asian people, Hispanic people, everybody support, a lot of people support LeBron, I won't say everybody, right? A lot of big corporations who have their own personal interest at hand support LeBron. But here's, Le, here's what LeBron said. I am the corporation. I am the franchise. Come fuck with me, baby. I'm the franchise, right? And I'm going to say whatever it is that I want to say and stand up for the causes that I want to stand up for because there are things that are bigger than me and me being quiet about it is totally unacceptable, absolutely unacceptable. It makes LeBron a part of the problem and not, not part, of, part of the solution, and you know, like Wayne said, dead and gone, no more problems, I'm a problem solver. That's pretty much what he said about MJ. Bruh, you did dead and gone, no more problems, I'm a problem solver. I'm not here to just be a great basketball player. I'm here to be a great dad, a great role model, a, a, a activist, someone who the people can identify with, someone who can help the people, right? Like, and I understand, like, he, he goes through a lot. And he's not, he's not just like everyone else anymore. Yes, he hit the genetic lottery. But it did, he did grow up in a pretty terrible situation. So he knows what it's like for people who are affected by these causes. And he's not so caught up on shoe sales and endorsements that he's not going to stand out on a limb and speak up on the causes that he cares, he cares about. And you can't hate on that. Anybody who hates on that is whack. Another quote we have. I was raised off Snoop, who was there, and Pac, and Jay, somebody who we know he rocks with, and Biggie, and now I get the opportunity opportunity to be the inspiration around what all of these kids are looking up to, and for me to just sit back and not say shit when a lot of my peers didn't say shit, it didn't feel right. Again, you look at you look at you look at Snoop. Especially in Snoop's rebrand, right? Uncle Snoop, he's somebody who speaks on, on social issues that are going on. He's somebody who speaks about society. He's someone who speaks about the problems. He's someone, he has the Snoop Youth Football League. He's in the streets. He's touching the people, right? He's using his platform, his influence, to make the world a better place for people who may not have those opportunities otherwise. And LeBron was like, I rock it. You talk about Pac, and I have my issues with Pac, and Terrence Benham, I have not forgotten about you, I am still going to put out that Fuck Pac podcast, and I just haven't had time to to, to make it what I want to make it, but nonetheless, Pac has been a very influential figure in society and hip-hop. A lot of the things that he said really inspired people to elevate themselves, to transform to move to a higher level. To make people rethink their normal basic train of thought. Because Pac was thinking on a higher playing field than a lot of other rappers. Biggie. I mean, Biggie was dope, man. And I, I don't really. I don't really know what Biggie did for the culture. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to lie to you. Um, but he definitely, he definitely, he definitely had an a impact. He's definitely influential. So I guess we can take that approach. And and so LeBron is like, you know, what? I want to be in the same playing field with these people. I, I I want to I want to have that 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 presence. And then then obviously with Jay Jay Jay's been speaking out, putting his money where his mouth is. On so many issues, um, recently, we—I mean, like, look at Jay, man. He—he—he—he—he he, 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 he was a crack dealer. Then he was a rapper. Then he was an executive, and now he's a mogul. He is life goals. He married Beyonce. Beyonce, another mogul within herself. Relationship goals. They go on tour together. They make albums together. Like, they have perfected their craft to a way that people want to. To hear what they have to say. People want to see them when they come into town. You see what I'm saying? And they're not only using that for their own personal benefit, but they're also helping other people out. And then, like, they're helping out different economies with, with the opportunities that they provide with Made in America. Like, they're helping the Philadelphia economy. You know what I'm saying? It, like, they're doing things that are bigger than them. And that's what LeBron is trying to do. He's trying to build a legacy that's bigger than him, and that's bigger than basketball. And if you can't accept that, man, put the bottle down. That's the new thing, man. Y'all know Big Baby, be on that bottle. But I'm going to tell you something. When you get wrong, you get to talking crazy, I'm going to tell you. Man, put the bottle down. You don't need no more. And you know that up juice be good, but shit, you get too much of it, you get to talking crazy. You get... Let me tell you. Hold on, I'm going to hop on Facebook real quick because um I got a response to a... a post that I made because Whitlock we gotta get Jason Whitlock about him. man he gotta put the bottle down he's gotta put the bottle down although I didn't see the show I can't really disagree I can't really disagree with that pork pork chop lock said LeBron is being primed to be so called liberal suspected white supremacists because they know the of black people don't have the actual role models they also know they can relate ain't one for you and you'll follow him in the absence of a real one that's interesting, and no, I gonna like him. Response: So we will discuss this in coming weeks on the pod. Sorry for a little break, man. We got voices of the bill coming soon, man. We, we're, we're gonna be interviewing um, shit, man. My man D. Bush, fucking Taylor Made. We got Love Travels Bartow. I got my man, Ladon, T-Don. Shout out to you, Batiste. Got him on the pod, man. I'm going to interview a couple um, athletes. Fucking My boy, Ruzell. Shout out to Big Money Rue. We're going to have Emmanuel. They're going to talk about their basketball experiences overseas and coming from small towns and playing basketball. I'm going to talk to my boy, Josh Fowler, about some different issues in society. Malachi. Fucking Rashad Fowler, I, I got, I got a, I got a full, full plate. Got some surprises coming. that I'm not gonna tell y'all about. We're just gonna wait to get that, to get that interview on wax. And we're really gonna talk about it, man. Just, just know we got, we got some big stuff coming on the big baby podcast. Voices from the Ville, voices of the Ville, voices in Cartersville. We get, we getting busy, baby. I say we getting busy, baby. But anyways, back to the LeBron piece and the shop, right? There's another thing LeBron did that shocked me. It really shocked me. He started talking a little bit of... He started talking race, right? And I like it, and I didn't really expect LeBron to to really get that bold and brazen because... Although I know he, he, he is a community guy, he does care about people. Still, every move he's always made has been, has been image conscious. And every move that LeBron makes is calculated. You rarely catch LeBron excuse me, out of character. And it's one of the things that we love and I hate about LeBron is because, yes, yes, he, he, he has. He, he's such a great role model, but it's like, bro, I want to see the real you. And I really think he became the real him. He really broke some stuff down. Just, just his language. And Some people were bothered by the language. They're like, well, you're a role model. You shouldn't use this language publicly. Why not? Everybody uses this language. I hear it all the time. Big baby, why do you curse so much on your podcast? Well, motherfucker, why does it matter? You know who I am. You know what I represent. We can still, we don't have to hide our real selves from the world. We don't have to do that just because what? I want this certain image. So people think of me a certain way. But is that who you really are? Is it? Because if not, then... Bro, be yourself. It's I, I tried to do pods, right? I tried to do pods the way people tell me to do them. And they weren't fun. They weren't comfortable. But then I was like, man, I'm gonna do me. I'm gonna say what comes to my mind. I'm gonna do my prep. And... Whatever whatever it is that I feel I should be saying, I'm going to say it. And if you don't like it, don't listen. It ain't like I got hella listeners, but if you don't like it, don't listen. It's okay. My feelings aren't hurt. I don't do this just for you. I do it for me. I actually enjoy talking about things to nobody. It's <laughs> Yell to this microphone all damn night, if, if, if you want to be perfectly honest, right? It, it doesn't matter if you don't listen. I'm still going to talk. I'm going to talk my shit. But, but back to LeBron. And he's, and like, you know, there's one thing to be like, to stand up for black, for black issues, right? You know, they're okay. They're okay with him doing that. But then, he started, you know, like, not just talking about black issues, but talking about black versus White issues. And that's where it's like, oh shit. So they're talking about how black and white athletes are viewed differently. And LeBron's like, if it's Tom Brady, if it's Aaron Rodgers, if it's Peyton Manning. And we're doing the same shit, right? The same exact shit, James said. I'm talking about a phone is out. We're like, yo, get that fucking phone out of my face. I'm with my family. If we're out with our family and we say that shit and somebody posts it. And if Aaron Rodgers or one of those guys say that shit and they post it, somebody's going to be like, hey, you guys should respect Aaron Rodgers. But the point that LeBron's getting at here is like, hey, man, people expect, for one, and we're going to get into it a little bit deeper in in the next topic when we talk about OBJ, but it's like people expect these athletes to like – to, like, stop what the, stop their lives for them. Yes, they're celebrities. Yes, we know this may be your only time seeing this person. These people also have lives. They don't want to always be bothered by, by fans. Like, yeah, they respect you. They appreciate what you do for them. But it's like, dog, sometimes I just want to be me and chill. You know what I mean? Like, I just want to be with my family and have dinner at this nice restaurant because I like their food. I'm tired of staying at home all the time because I can't go anywhere Without the fear of a phone or an autograph, and being and being harassed by people. But here's what they say: they say that if if, if the Caucasian, the white guy says, "Hey, bro, I don't want to be bothered," it's okay. But when the black athlete says he's an asshole, that's what they're getting at. I don't, I, I can't speak to that because me personally. I'm not really into getting grown men to sign anything for me. I'm not too crazy about getting pictures. Yeah, it would would be nice if I saw some of my favorite athletes, some of my favorite celebrities to take a picture. But I understand that they probably don't want to take that picture, especially when you're a grown-ass man going to another grown man. Hey, man, can I get a picture? Like, I was in a casino one night with Anthony Davis. I walked right by him. Like, damn, that's fine. I just saw AD. I'm not asking this grown man for no picture. He ain't younger than me for one, and two, it's like, bro, it's dope that I saw you. And I had an AD jersey with me. It's crazy I had an AD jersey like in my in my luggage. I, I didn't have it on that night, but like I had an, I had an AD jersey with me because I'm I'm an AD fan. It's like, man, uh, I'm not asking for your for your for your for your picture for you for nothing. And then like I wore the AD jersey like a couple days later because we were out day drinking. Somebody was like, yo, you know ADs here? You gonna try to get his autograph? I'm like, no. not gonna make let this man know i'm a fan even though i'm wearing his jersey i'm a hater but but again let me get back to the to to the topic it's like man look celebrities are people and yes they we yeah they're held to a higher standard than most of us because they because of of, of what their life entails but they're still people we have to respect them as people and to think that black athletes are more scrutinized than white athletes, which is, is something that I can't believe because generally in the workplace, black people are more highly scrutinized than white people uh, for a myriad of reasons that I'm not going to dive into on this particular podcast. But I will talk about it. Voices from the Veal coming soon. We will talk about race on that, uh, in that podcast series on multiple, on multiple uh, pods in the series. But it's like, man, let these guys live. Let them do them. If, if you don't want to take a picture, man, maybe he's busy. Maybe he's having a bad day. And I get it for the kids who may not understand it. But, like, life life is bigger than that. Like, if it's not putting money in your pockets, chill. <coughs> but let me go back to my notes. Let me see where we're at here. Are there any more quotes I want to pull out. Hmm. Uh, but yeah, like LeBron moving into this place where he's just not giving a fuck what people have to say. The fact that he's using fuck way more publicly, I absolutely fucking love it because fuck's one of my favorite fucking words. Um, but it, 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 it's it's something good. Like Le, what LeBron is doing, he's really he's really being unapologetically LeBron, and he's moved he's moved into that that stratosphere. He's moved to that place in life. Like he's no longer pleasing people. He is in the business of pleasing himself. And the interests that are important to him, which are the interests of the black community. And as a black man, I appreciate somebody on that level trying to improve our situation because last couple of generations we ain't get it. The athletes, they what they was about the dollars, they wasn't about the people, they wanted you to buy their jersey. But they wouldn't worried about you getting mistreated on your, in your workplace. Or mistreated by the police. No, that wasn't important to them, because police buy Jordans too. Republicans buy Jordans too. Huh? Huh? You hear me? Republicans buy Kobe's too. Republicans won't Shaq to be to, to represent their products. Democrats want Shaq to represent their products. You know what I'm saying? It's it, it, it been a? While. It's been a while since we've had an athlete who cared about other folks, right? Who cared about the people publicly. And some will say, "Well, I don't want my celebrities caring about folks publicly because I don't know if they're serious about it. But guess what? When they publicly care about our problems, the people who care about them will do one of two things. They will look into that problem and care about it, or they will shut that person off. But they are giving other people the opportunity who don't see the problems that the layman has, or doesn't see the fault in their ways or their thought processes. And then they reevaluate it. Because for some odd reason, we give celebrities like this this whole. I don't know, like, we give them too much credit for being smart and being, like, great people. No, they're just, like, good at entertaining us. Like, they're great entertainers. That doesn't make them smart. It doesn't make them in touch with society. Because, honestly, they're more far removed from society than the average person. Like, if you think about it, even celebrities who, 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 who came from, from meager backgrounds, right, in order to make it to that level, you have to be removed from society in your thought process. You have to be slightly delusional. You have to think that, oh my God, I am hoop dreams. Yeah, they're going to happen. Football dreams. Oh, they're going to happen. Singing dreams. Oh, yeah, they're going to happen. Acting dreams. They're going to happen. I am that much better than all these other people doing this shit, right? I deserve to get paid to do this shit. Now. no you got to be delusional to make it to that level. So for us to put our, our hopes and prayers in these people, it's a long shot. It's a longer shot than them actually making it and being highly successful. But that's what we do. So because that's what society does, right, wrong, or indifferent, we need role models, celebrities, athletes, entertainers, singers, dancers, Actors, actresses, ballplayers, politicians, to keep their ear to the streets and know what the people want and provide the people with the information that they need. Alright, that was kind of long, let me see how long was that. Shit, that was like 21 minutes, 21 minute rant, wow. We still got more on this topic. So one of my issues with with um, the responses to to, to this because there have been a lot of responses. Obviously, it's got people going. But Jason Whitlock, Titlock, Bitlock, someone I can't really. Somebody who I don't really rock with is 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 uh is, is out here, you know, speaking bad. Speaking bad on LeBron and speaking bad on the culture, man, and, and, and he's good for that. It's not a shock. It's not a shock one bit. Let's let, let's go hear what Titlock had to say. Excuse me, that's pretty freaking gross. Here we go buy Utter
1: fool of himself last night with this new HBO TV show The Shop. a year ago, while guest hosting the herd, I upset LeBron fans by analogizing the basketball star to Donald Trump
0: this man really compare LeBron James to the president I don't see the comparison but anyways
1: I explained how athletic privilege works just the same as wealth privilege last
0: Athletic privilege and wealth privilege, a.k.a. white privilege, is the same thing. They painted nigga on his house, bruh. But it's the same thing. All right, bet, titlock. Keep going.
1: Night during the debut of the shop, LeBron proved me prophetic with a profane, primitive, and privileged look inside his fantasy shop, which is best to... Of-
0: Ain't not prophetic about you, you fat motherfucker. Jason Titlock. And look, just because he uses profanity doesn't mean anything. Like, I don't understand why people think that, oh, he used profanity. That that, that dilutes the message. No, it doesn't. They're just words. We assign value to words based on what? Exactly. Words that we think are, oh, yeah, that's a good word. Why is it a good word? Because it's longer? It has more syllables? Oh, it's rarely used? What the hell does that mean? It's about the message. It's not about what... We get so caught up on how people say things that we forget what they're actually saying. Titlock, put the bottle down. Anyways, continue, you fat fuck. Is Is that profane enough for you, you fat fuck? Titlock?
1: Subscribe as the black billionaire barbershop. LeBron's shop is what Donald Trump must imagine a black barbershop is like. Everyone is cursing and dropping the N-word, and there's a token white liberal soaking it all in, feeling like the coolest person in the room because black people are comfortable being ignorant in front of it.
0: All right, here we go. Cursing using the N word Let me tell you At the barbershop that I go to In my hometown of Cartersville, Georgia You're going to hear a lot of cursing A lot of N word A lot of whole MF this, GD that That SOB That N this Like the press barbershop talk Who gives a shit He's doing the show called The Shop What do you expect him to do at the damn shop Talk like you at the goddamn barbershop You know what I mean Let's, let me run this back let me run this back let's make sure I ain't miss nothing
1: Earth. and there's a token white liberal soaking it all oh
0: yes 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 then he goes and the token white liberal man look here don't know why people go to my barbershop I, I ain't gonna see the internet like they do but to to paint John Stewart as just the token white liberal is absolutely insane Jon Stewart is, is, is a comedian. Yes, he's a comedian. And he used to be on The Daily Show. And he provided political commentary. But Jon Stewart, in his political comedic commentary, he was one who spoke to the people. He talked on issues that were beneficial for African Americans. And this is a TV show that he's trying to sell to blacks and whites and, and people of all different types of backgrounds. John Stewart also is Jewish. The Jewish community is doing very well, but they have not always had the best circumstances. So it's not like he just took a bill from the suburbs. You know what I'm saying? No, he took somebody who has perspective and through his career has shown that he has perspective and understanding of the black situation. Not saying that he's living it. Not saying that he's dedicated his life to improving it. But he's somebody who understands. Like, what's wrong with him being there? What's wrong with enlightening him so he can take that back to his community so maybe some more positive change can happen? All right, continue, Titlock. All in,
1: feeling like the coolest person in the room because black people are comfortable being ignorant in front of it. Twitter absolutely loves seeing LeBron this ratchet and ghetto. But I can't just blame Twitter.
0: All right, it's disrespectful to call LeBron ratchet and ghetto. Like... Because he says, motherfucking nigga, don't make him ratchet and ghetto, it makes him a typical African-American person. Like, let's be real. Uh, I'm going to be perfectly honest with you. Most of the African-American people I know use the N-word. Most people that I know curse, and most of the people that I know that curse use the F-word. It's not a big deal. We as a society have painted cursing as like the worst thing in the world. Like, oh my God, how could you say that? Kids are around, people are listening, what will they say? I don't know because they fucking say it too. You say it, I say it, we say it, but we can't say it in front of each other because then you'll know that I say it, and if I hear you say it, then I know that you say it, and then we'll both be all fucked up. Stupid. Continue, Ticklock. Where my volume at?
1: the company, channeling their inner Donald Trump. Here's what Twitter, the Washington Post, and even LeBron James all miss. The shop is fake news.
0: Nigga, you fat news.
1: My dad owned a barbershop in an all-black community in Indianapolis. It was called the Knot Hole. When my dad went into the bar business, he took us to Leon's Barbershop in the all-black
0: community. Titlock, we asked about your daddy. What the fuck your daddy and his goddamn businesses in Leon got to do with any of the shit you're talking about right now?
1: Right down the street from his bar. When I moved to Kansas City, I got my hair cut weekly at the Artisan Bar, Barbershop in an all-black neighborhood.
0: Good for you. I get my hair cut weekly by a Turkish guy and he clean with the Clippers, man. He's a bad mother. Woo!
1: When I moved here to Los Angeles, I used to get my hair cut at an all black shop called Legends.
0: You know what? I almost went to Legends to get a cut because that is a legendary barbershop. But I'm happy I didn't go there because I would hate for my hair, my head, to get touched by anything that touched Jason Tetlock. Continue, please.
1: In all my years of frequenting black barbershops, I've never seen black men sipping goblets of red wine.
0: He he has a point there. I don't know who the hell drinks wine in the barbershop now. You know, they some old old fancy-ass niggas. So what they do in the barbershop is different than what we do in the barbershop. I'm going to go ahead and tell you, man. I've never in my life drank wine in the barbershop. Now, I told you earlier, I've had some champagne. I'm a little Champagne. But I ain't had no wine in no barbershop, man. Hell, Even though I like me a nice cabernet. All right, Tidlock, continue.
1: Witness, they were holding goblets filled with cabernet. But that wasn't even the worst thing. I've never seen a token white dude, especially one who didn't grow up in the neighborhood, dominating and driving the conversation inside a black barbershop.
0: Ain't nobody talk about the sound bites from John Stewart, bro. Get the fuck out of here.
1: John Stewart from the old Daily Show was the star of this show. Was Trevor Noah unavailable? Arsenio?
0: What? B- Hold on. For one, Trevor Noah, yes, he's black. He's from South Africa, but Man, ain't nobody trying to hear what Trevor Noah gotta say. Hell, have you watched the? Baby- from John Stewart to Trevor Noah, it was an obvious drop-off. The quality of comedy was not as good back then as it is. I mean, it was not as good now as it was back then. You Trevor Noah, John Stewart. Race ain't everything, titlock. You fat fuck. Lose weight.
1: Black barbershop has no disagreement. LeBron retold his Brentwood spray paint store. Hold on.
0: No disagreement. Bro, it's a TV show. They chopped it down to 27 minutes. Do you think they're going to put the whole goddamn conversation in the TikTok? Huh? It's TV. Yeah, it's based on real life. Yeah, it's real conversations. It's the first episode. Wait. Hell, they're trying to get people to to come together and watch this stuff. We're trying to talk about unity. We're trying to talk about. uh, about race relations and, and the fuck shit that goes on in the world to the boy? Huh? You just... You just... Niggas like you make me sick.
1: And no one offered a hint of cynicism. Hey man,
0: how come you ain't moved? That's what would have... What? You victim blaming this man for having nigga put on his house in real world? Hey man, how come you didn't move? That's how you feel, huh? When the white man treats you wrong, you just run from it, huh? You don't say, hey, fuck that shit. Nah. We in this bitch. Now nah, we gonna do what we gotta do. Fuck all that bullshit y'all doing. I see what you did. I ain't scared. I'll raise you. I'll buy another house in Brentwood. Bitch. You heard me? And guess what? I'm actually gonna move out here for real, for real, and play for the Lakers. And you're gonna be buying tickets to watch me play. You never thought about that, huh? You think when they were when, when they threatening King, he just said, nah, bro, we got to move, man. Correto, we got to move the kids. We can't live here no more. Hi, you think that's what, what happened? No. No. When, when you get to a certain place in life, you have to, you have to, 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 to hang out. You know what I'm saying? The
1: only thing I'm
0: seeing I'd like to put an amend on. You, you, Prep- now, now, now listen, to lot. You gotta listen to me real quick. We're, talking about,
1: ooh, we're gonna have a lot of fixings. Th- a lot of break. fixings. So fixings this motherfucker. This shit's gonna go through
0: the roof, mm-hmm. ah, damn, I'm shitting gold these days. Yo, that's how you gonna be like. You called me a nigga. We made it. But you know what I'm saying? We made it. We made it. Oh, we made it. You gotta tell him. Hey, look at bro, we made it. You going fuck about none of that shit y'all talking? Call me a nigga. I'm a rich nigga and fuck you. I'm still here in your neighborhood and you don't want me here. And that's why I'm gonna have my people up here too. Hey. Sorry, man. I just let y'all niggas know. Hold on. We made it. Tell them, soldier. They don't want to see us be great, man. But when we when we get there, we got to let them know, hey, nigga, we made it. Back to Fat Titty Boy. What's
1: happened in my barbershop? Look, I'm, a, I'm as verbally raw as they come depending on the setting.
0: I'm as verbally raw as they come depending on the setting. Fake ass nigga. But I've never experienced that level
1: of profanity and ignorance inside a barbershop.
0: I've never seen that level of profanity and ignorance inside a barbershop. In 26 minutes, 75 cuss words were used. So that means roughly three words a minute, right? Three cuss words a minute. I have told a story in the barbershop. I've heard stories. Ah, shit, hell, man. Goddamn, you know that motherfucker. You you know that motherfucker. Uh, 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 uh." (laughs) Ah, shit, man. Hell, you know that motherfucker. Hey that, that that motherfucker, yeah, 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 from the east side, man. That motherfucker ain't worth a goddamn man. I told man, that some bitch came up here talking about this goddamn old lady and how that bitch done ran off with his money and the motherfucking kids and shit. But you heard all that goddamn cussing right there. That's what I heard in Barbershop I grew up in. And, ask anybody who's been amazed, but you heard it you heard it all. Hold on. Oh, Diana Tarazzi, we we don't wanna see this shit, Paul huh? so. Hell. Back to fat ass titty boy.
1: Shop. There's always an old head who shuts it all down.
0: Ain't an old head in my barbershop shutting shit down. And,
1: and,
0: and, and I'll go ahead and tell you. Old head try to tell me. Stop all that cuss. Look at that old head tell him I'm grown. Tell me you go going to worry about you, your kids, your grandkids. Don't worry about me. I'm grown ass man. I'm gonna say what I got to say. Hell.
1: Seventy-five times someone cursed. Eleven times someone dropped the N-word.
0: Oh, God, not the n in- They didn't say the N-word eleven times. Not a group of black people say the N-word eleven times. That is the worst thing in the world. Boy, them niggas was tripping. Can't fuck with them niggas, man. Nah, I can't do it. What well, what barbershop is this? It's a typical motherfucking barbershop, you dumb fat motherfucker. You bald bald bitch, you probably don't know because you ain't been to the barbershop in goddamn 20 years because you ain't got no goddamn hair.
1: LeBron's shop was a collection of elite black millionaires who are so far removed from reality that they think the black barbershop is a minstrel show with a white choreographer.
0: Boy, Jason Whitlock, you titty-having fat motherfucker, you should never, ever, ever, ever ever, 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 ever accuse nobody of having a white choreographer because them white folks at Fox got their hands up your back and you dance puppet, dance you big ass puppet. They probably got triple strings because your big ass can't use the regular screens that they use for, like, you know what I'm saying, for, like, Pinocchio. No, 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 we got to bring in the heavy-duty shit. They probably got chains, you know what I'm saying, because you was a slave tied to your back where they fucking manipulate you, you little puppet. Yes, sir, master. Yes, I'll talk bad about the black folks in, on, 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 on national TV. Yes, I'll spread your message for them. Yes, I'll let the niggas know. That, uh, we, that we can't overcome, no, sir. No, sir, we will not overcome, no, sir. We ain't going to overcome, no, 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 no. We're going to do it your way, sir. How you want me to do it, sir? We're going to do it your way. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Whatever you tell me, we're going to do. Shit. I want Titlock and Shannon Sharp to get in the room together and have a little conversation. I bet Fox won't do that. I bet Titty Boy won't do that. He wants no parts of Unk. And I told y'all, boys, I'm on that Unk Juice today. He won't know part of funk. Continue.
1: In the middle of this minstrel show, John Stewart had the audacity to compare LeBron James to Muhammad Ali.
0: He called it a minstrel show, huh? He called it a fucking minstrel show. And he's mad at the fucking... What? you calling this shit blackface you calling this shit blackface you should be ashamed of yourself you should be ashamed of yourself if you gonna call it blackface titlock call it blackface so motherfuckers know what you think. saying I mean I looked up Mr. Show, so sure did I want to know what the hell you're talking about but everybody's not gonna do that and for you to equate this to some blackface type shit Nigga, you in blackface right now, you fat faced motherfucker. And then, and then you have the nerve to say, hold on, hold on, let's listen, let's listen to the fat fuck talk. Are you kidding me? You mad they compared to him to Ali. Oh, because he's taking a stance against race, racism. He's taking a stance for equality. He's taking a stance for betterment of black people. He's helping black kids go to school. He's helping black kids go to college. He's helping kids' parents who can't do shit for their kids get better. All right, bet
1: stood on religious principle LeBron James is standing on Twitter
0: and you standing on your fat ass stomach you fat son of a bitch
1: I had very high aspirations for LeBron James but he has been completely turned out by fame and pop culture
0: and you've been turned out by Massa you house nigga excuse me stand corrected you house negro he's 34 years old Allegedly wants to be a social activist and educate. Allegedly wants to be a social activist and an educator. I guess he didn't open up a school. What have you done with your fat ass?
1: And a role model. This is how you portray yourself? You start a TV show and you instantly become black Trump?
0: See, you got to put the bottle down, boy. It's not good for you. You've had too much and, and and you're getting out of hand. You're talking absolutely crazy. I, I don't really know what to say about you, man. You you're you're fucking drunk. You're disrespecting somebody who you may not agree with their method, but you have to agree with their message. And if you can't agree with that, like Jay said, if you can't ex- accept that your whole perspective is whack. Fuck you, fat nigga. Fade the black. Well, at least go lose some weight with your fat ass. Fuck Titlock. Next up, we still on the damn, we still on the damn shop, right? And you're gonna transition to Odell Beckham. Odell Beckham just got paid ninety-five million dollars, sixty-five million guaranteed. Good God Almighty, OBJ. Don't do it to him. But also, he was on the shop as well, and he had a very interesting quote. He was like, I feel like an animal in a zoo. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Let me get to the quote. Let me get to the quote. Here we go. I had it happen the other day. I didn't want to take a picture. Like, like I'm really in a rush. I got to go. You know, Twitter, it's like, oh, yeah, I'm a giant season ticket holder for 30 years. Like, first of all, you 20-something. And then, and, then, and then it's like, oh, he's an asshole. He didn't want to take a picture. It's like, to me, I be feeling like, I tell people this
1: all the time, I really feel like a zoo animal. Like, that's where life's gone for me. You know, we used to take your kids to the zoo, and we used to be like, you know, I want to I see the lions, or let's go see the lions. And you go out there, and the lions are laid out. You know what I mean? It's like, why aren't they doing lion stuff? You know what I mean? Like, I got people who call, oh, damn. Dance. Like like I'm a like I'm a, a, a show punk or show monkey or something like I'm a puppet, you know what I mean? And it's like to me that doesn't feel good, but it's like damn, that's what life became. But can you ever really detach from that? I had it happen the other
0: day. I didn't want to take a picture. All right, so so here Odell has to say right, motherfucker, like he in the zoo because people, they see the character that is Odell Beckham Jr. right, and they think that. The character that is Odell Beckham Jr. is the player that is Odell Beckham Jr., right? And yes, they are the same person, but they're not the same person in every setting, right? Like me, I am the big motherfucking baby, but I also have a real name. I also am a real person. So when I'm in podcast form, right? When I'm on the motherfucking mic rocking that bitch, like can't nobody else do it, right? I'm the big motherfucking Baby, but I'm not rocking this mic. I'm just me. I just want to be me. I don't want to be the big motherfucking baby, 24 hours of the motherfucking day. And I ain't even famous. You know what I mean? I ain't famous. But Odell is famous. Famous like Nah, he more famous than James. <laughs> you feel me? But he feels like a, like like he's. In a zoo? Because people look at him like, oh, my God, Odell do this. Let me see you. well, will, and uh, watch me and in A&A. And because like, this celebrity is so huge. But I, now there's a serious question. Is he the blame for this? Because, you know, he could just be a receiver who caught passes and got first down and touchdown, hand the ball to the referee, you know, do a little uh, first down and keep it moving. He didn't have to get the crazy here. He didn't have to get all the tattoos. He didn't have to have all the crazy sideline outbursts and all of that stuff. And maybe he wouldn't have this huge celebrity. But then also, would that be taken away from who he is as a person? Would that be taken away from his money? Because, I mean, he got a shoe deal as a football player. You know what I mean? And them Vapor Maxes are fucked. Bob caught me a couple couple more pair of them. But them bad boys ain't gonna lie to you. But, it's like, how far is too far though? Like, Like, at what point do we like... You're like, yeah, bro, I know you're a celebrity. I know you're my favorite player. Like, man, but I get it. I get it. Like, you want to be a person. You want to You wanna have privacy. You you don't want to be fucked with every time you go somewhere. And you don't want to be confined to your house because that makes you absolutely crazy and insane. And you probably don't even want to be around, like, famous people all the time either because that shit probably make you fucking crazy, too. I don't know because I'm not famous. But at what point does he get privacy, right? I don't know. All I say is, bro, I got to put the bottom down and let these people live. These celebrities are, they are people that we look up to. They are people that that we're inspired by, people we're in awe of, but they're still people. And if we don't allow them to be people, then they can cast themselves in a light that we may not like and we may think less of them. Just because they had a bad day or, man, they just don't want to be bothered because they're fucking people. And if we can't allow people to be people, then who are we? So, transition. And this next next topic is going to be quick. But, in the meantime, I do want to ask a question, bro. Why does every bitch want to be bawdy, right? Why are y'all women trying to be like Cardi? How come you can't be yourself? coming soon, coming soon, we're gonna hop into that in just a sh- few short minutes, I did not expect this first segment to go shit damn near an hour, it's been 47 minutes, uh, let me get back to my fucking topics, uh, I wanna, I, I got some some music that I really wanna, I really wanna play on this pod, um, but I can't, it's, it's coming soon though, it is, it's coming soon, uh, where we at, where we at, where we at, where we at Oh yeah, quick question Why are we mad at LeBron and Draymond for being cool? Bruh, meaty niggas, get over that shit Basketball players are cool with each other It's part of it Like, sorry, they getting money together Fuck all the other shit, bruh you can, you can hate each other on the court And still like each other off the court, trust me When I play against my best friends in high school I try to get them motherfuckers buckets Straight up But, um, WNBA Look here I'm tired of y'all making this damn argument. Would they deserve as much money as the Guys, no, they don't. At the end of the the day, sports is entertainment, okay? Entertainment. And so much of the basketball money comes because it is entertainment. Yes, there are basketball players who don't necessarily, who who get paid a lot of money and, and, and don't necessarily equate to wins. And you would think they are making too much money for their talent level. But you get paid what the market bears for you. So, if somebody will pay you something, you are worth it. Okay? Also, a lot of these women basketball players were upset. Yes, you are better as a woman basketball player in comparison to this guy as a male basketball player. But look at your highest paid player, right? And see where you fall, for, where your contract falls in line. Is it proportional? Yes. Okay, shut the fuck up. Skyler Diggins, you come at at, at at Harrison Barnes, man, that man did nothing but try to get you a vote to the All-Star game. You're going to come at him because he's getting paid, he's getting the bag. Here's what you do. You go to the TV companies, you tell them, hey, put us on fucking prime time all the time, right? And, and, and then there goes more money, right? But guess what? They're not going to put you on prime time because you're not going to get the ratings that they necessarily want for that time slot. Oh, put more money behind the WNBA. Look, man, it. it I'm not pulling the numbers, but I am I am more than confident that people just aren't that interested in women's basketball. And it's not a sexist thing, it's an entertainment thing. Like we watch basketball for the big blocks, the dunks, you know, the speed of the game and the, the the women's game is very much more it's a much more skilled game because you can't just rely on pure athleticism and playing above the rim like you can in the men's game. It's a totally different game. But a lot of those things that we like about the men's game is why um, is 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 why we watch it, and that's not available in the women's game. So I don't want y'all to take this as me bashing women or bashing the WNBA, but you do have to understand your product is not one that people desire. So, Skylar Diggins, WNBA, put the bottle down, please put the bottle down. You're not gonna get NBA money because your your organization does not does not generate the revenue that the NBA makes does not draw the interest that the that the NBA makes. Um, sorry, no, I'm not actually. I'm not sorry. Like you you, you pay what you, you get. You you signed up for this. You you want to play basketball, so you, you get paid what they pay you. And again, I feel terrible as a man like speaking on this because it seems like. I'm being sexist and I, I have a male slant, which I probably do, but this has nothing to do with my male slant. It's just like, bro, I don't want to watch that shit. Like, I I, I don't I have an interest in watching women's basketball, but it's not because they're women. It's because like it's just not the type of basketball I want to watch. But I'm not going to sit here and say women can't play basketball because these women are very talented. Very, very fucking talented, but they play below, below the rim. And I like to watch an above the rim basketball game because I'm watching it for sure entertainment at this point in my life. Anyways, why everything had a no will? What should we go? Why everything had a no will? Or why air bitch wanna be body? Body. Sim, I'm gonna play some body, man. What body I wanna have? We're going to play Bo that Yellow because that's that shit. You know what I'm saying? Because that's what everybody like. Let's see. We're going to play a little bit of car. Cool. Hey. I'm talking over this shit so I can play this shit on the fucking park. Cause little bitch, you can't fuck with me if you want I see why y'all motherfuckers like this shit. You see how you turn up, I can get them both. I don't but I'm quick. cut a nigga off, so don't get comfortable. Hey, I I move, y'all I can't see me, but i really rocking right
1: now. I move. If
0: I see now speak Beat that me, don't uh, huh. Boss, I huh. Huh. huh? 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 Yeah, hold on, 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 here we go Here we go, here we go, here we go Yeah Bitch, you know Carter, you got the bangers out here, you know what I'm
1: saying?
0: Hey Hey Hey, 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 hey Alright, alright, right, right. hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on Who we at with it? Okay, you tell me, fell. Nope. You ain't get shit out of me, bitch. Shit. You ain't getting shit out of me, Cardi. It ain't Man, look here, dog. Everybody loves Cardi. I like it like that You know, everybody likes Cardi Everybody want to be like Barney And I asked the question, bro Why y'all bitches want to be like Barney? Is it because she ratchet? I like it like that I like it like that I
1: like it like that
0: Bruh, she bruh, she wants she wants some goddamn money shit. And you think she grinding? Oh cat. Okay. Oh okay. <laughs> yeah, I think I can do that shit. You know what I'm saying? Oh okay. curr! Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah bro. Uh, yeah, Cardi's dope. I don't I don't want this segment to, to feel like I'm Cardi bashing because I'm not, i actually really fuck with Cardi. <laughs> Shout out. I'll set. Woo, woo, woo. But now I really ask the question: Why all y'all bitches want to be like Cardi or Barty, right? And let's not let's not get caught up on me using the word bitch. I'm using the word bitch because of alliteration, bitch Barty. You know what I'm saying? But like, really, why does every woman want to be like Cardi B, man? Like I think Cardi B's dope as fuck, right? But she's Cardi B. You're not Cardi motherfucking B. Like, she makes, she, like, like, she really makes a lot of women think it's okay. It's cool to be ignorant and ratchet. And, like, don't get me wrong, some of that shit, Cardi, be doing. I'd be like, bro, shut the fuck up. Like, oh, okay. <laughs> Like, it's funny because like, I can do it, but it's like, yo, bitch, shut up. Like, stop. Like, you, speak English. <laughs> like, girl, I understand not a goddamn word you said. Let me, let's, let's try this again. To understand a lot of that is her personality and it's like her, 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 her persona, I shouldn't say her personality, it's her persona. And I don't know her personally, I don't know how she acts like when the cameras on around. So I know she does have insecurities because she speaks on, which lets us know that she's human. But, but yeah, like, that's who she is. She is who she is. And the reason why she's so successful at this is because she's being herself, you know what I'm saying? Like, so for you women who think you can act like this, but it's not you, but put the bottle down right now. Bitch, put the bottle down. Big baby said, put the bottle down. Oh, y'all thought I forgot. That big baby be, no, baby. Big baby said, put the bottle down. Because, bitch, you ain't bought it. But, here's what you can take. Like, like, like. look at man. Look at me. ain't bought it. Some of you stale. You born stale, and there's not a damn thing wrong with that. You be the best born bitch you can be. You be the staleest cracker in the patch. Yeah, 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 yeah. You be a stale piece of bread, baby. Because it's you. That's who you are, you be unapologetic about that shit. Because guess what? Some niggas like stale crackers. Some niggas eat stale pieces of bread. Some motherfuckers like the end piece. When they make us damage. That's kid. But I mean somebody does. So. Again I say. Put the bottle down right. Because bitch ain't caught it. Bitch ain't bought Can't do it. Mm-mm. But you can focus your time on developing yourself. And trying to develop. Into. You can focus. <laughs> you can focus your time on developing yourself. Instead of focusing your time. And trying to develop into someone else. Like. Be the best you that you can be, right? We're talking about LeBron, how LeBron has become apologetically himself. You do the same thing. You become who you are. You become proud of that, and you be unapologetic about it. And that's what Cardi's doing. Like, that's what makes Cardi so freaking dope. It's like, she be saying some off-the-wall shit. She does things that, that people don't think is, like, socially acceptable, but it's who she is, right? It's it's authentic. Authenticity goes a long way, so you have to be authentically you. Because guess what? The big baby is going to be the big mother fucking baby, wherever I go, you know what I mean, anyways, let's keep moving, Arifa, R-E-S-P-E-C-T, find out what it means to me, W-I-L-L, bitch, where the fuck is that shit, excuse me, I'm not calling her a bitch, it's W-I-L comma, bitch, Anyways, but like, yo, what the fuck, Aretha Franklin? RIP, Aretha Franklin, a legend, a total fucking legend, and fuck Fox News for the disrespect that they did because they got her and Patty Labelle mixed up. Like, bro, Google search that shit. But anyways, bro, how you gonna have eighty million no will? That's a bad motherfucking deal. You can't have eighty million no will because look here, your family is gonna fight for it. They gonna fight for it. They gonna fuck some shit up and you're obviously not here to deal with that, but that is a problem, so, so I'm not going to dwell on this topic, but, hey, man, it's really important for, for us to get our, 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 our affairs in order, even when you're young and you don't think, like, anything can happen to you, you probably should have some type of loose will, like, for me, if I die, oh, yeah, my mom gets everything right now, because I don't really have people in my life to, like, take care of that shit, but, like, for somebody who's that successful, that fan, that rich, really that's that rich, like, you, know, you got an $80 million estate, and that's just not being willed, man. That's crazy. It's like, like, you know, we, we kind of, it, it really puts your family in a bad place because, you know, we want to believe that our family's going to do the right things. They're going to work through it and figure it out, but they're not. People are going to try to, like, use their relationship or lack thereof as a reason to why they should get what they want, you know what I'm saying? And you should you because it's yours, you should like let those people know. And again, I don't I'm not I don't wanna bash Aretha. I don't want this to seem like I'm bashing Aretha Franklin because I have the utmost respect for her and what she did and like the song respect and what it truly means. Like, hey, you gonna respect me as this, as a, as a boss in this industry, as a as a as a top performer, like nah, I'm getting respect out you. you ain't gonna be you ain't gonna be treating me like I'm a nobody. But just as, uh, and, and I see it in the black community. I can't speak to the white community because I, I ain't white. But it's like, bro, old folks don't be having wills. they be like, bro, why the fuck do you, like, yo, grandma, why you ain't got no will? Oh, uh, you know, y'all, y'all, y'all figure that. No, no, look here. You writing a will does not put you in the casket any sooner. It, it's reality. Everybody gonna die. You gonna pay taxes, you gonna die. So guess what? Get prepared. Pay your will. You know what I'm saying? Like, just, I mean, not pay your will. <laughs> Write your will. Figure it out. Because what's, what, what happens to family is they, they end up, it get, it can get so dirty in certain, family, in certain families that people never can recover. You know what I mean? Like, it, it can t- really tear families apart. And people put their self-interest and use the decease as an excuse. I don't know if the person who, who, who's right, who should write the will, they're scared, afraid to make the decision. They're afraid how people might think. You think people will think less of you? Like, after you pass away? I don't, I don't think it's that serious, but then again, I don't know. What do I know? I'm just a big motherfucking baby. But here's what I will say for you people out there who don't think it will is necessary, put the bottle down. Yeah, big baby said. Fuck what your mama said. Big baby said. Put the bottle down. You, you gotta do that. You got to put that bottle down and understand that your death is coming. You're going to die. One of these days, God going to say, your time is up. Time for you to get in this this box and go six feet under. So when that time is right, just make sure your, your affairs are in order. Man, I've been going for an hour and I'm now getting to my final topic. Um, so we talked about LeBron in depth. I, I really hit up the titlock shit because I wasn't gonna do that at first, but man, he needs the business. We talked about OBJ feeling like a zoo animal, the WNBA. Why every bitch want to be Barty? And bro, why ain't read that no will, bro? That's really the question. But the final topic I want to I want to talk on. It's a it's a, definitely a more serious topic. It's something that I'm going to talk about moving forward. Not just this particular issue, but a a group of issues that fall under the same umbrella. It is the Jacksonville shooting. So I'm sure all of you are aware that uh, there was a shooting in Jacksonville over the weekend. A guy, it was a Madden tournament. Guy loses the tournament. He comes shoot that shit up. It was pretty much the gist of it, right? So I have a few questions. In these situations, the shooter's typically a white male, because typically like white males uh, commit these mass murders. Just, I mean, I'm not even being funny. It is what it is. And, you know, if you want to look at what a terrorist really is, by definition, these guys are, are, are terrorists. And they don't get painted as terrorists. They get painted as mental they get painted as mental health uh, cases, which I'm going to get into my feelings on that in, in a minute, but I mean, it's it's something to think about. Like, like for one, why do we paint the white person, the white, the white shooter as as a victim? Is it, is this person a victim? What what's going on in their heads? What's going on? What's going on in their minds? What's their what's their state of mind? Are they, Excuse me. You talk about mental health, and so many people get upset when they say, Oh, he a mental health issue. He needs some counseling." Nah, bruh, if you go shoot up a bunch of people who you don't even know, bruh, you have a mental health problem. I'm not saying that you're not a criminal, too. I don't think the two are mutually exclusive. But I do think there is some mental health issues there that, that need to be um, addressed. But what I, I want to think about is how do we how do we stop these things from happening? How do we address the mental health issues before, like, it's a decision, well, is this a mental health issue? Is this person like a stone-cold criminal, right? And, and yes, I think race does have some race. Obviously, has like some bearing to how we look at these things, but I kind of want to get away from that because I do think we have a mental health mental health issue. It appears I haven't done my research yet, and I will eventually. That there's been a spike in mass shootings. It's something that like white men like to do. Like young white men like to commit mass shootings, and again, it's, it's I, I I know that to be factually true. So why? My question just becomes, what? Like, why do you think that's the that the issue? And then I ask another question: Why does it always have to be a race issue? Why? Like, I, if, I feel like that's 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 disrespectful to the to the to to the victims. Like, that we start a race fight, a race war, a race conversation. Like I'm sorry, man. If somebody I knew got killed, bro, I'm not trying to hear y'all have y'all's race conversations and all this mental health shit. Like, bro, I'm like my man just got killed over a Madden game, bro. Like, what the fuck? Like, at least let me fucking s- sulk and-, and mourn for a little while. But is this really a race issue? Can the two really be mutually exclusive? I I, I think this is a this is a topic that we need to look through through multiple lenses. And this is something that I will I will broach again soon, in the Voices from the Veil pod, podcast series. Big Baby presents Voices from the Veil podcast series. We're definitely gonna hop into to to this, this this mass shooting thing because I think there is a conversation to be had about the different layers. I think it's a very layered conversation with uh with with, with true nuance, and I think we're trying to like ball it up into a short. A short, yeah. This is how I feel. This is what I think. Conversation. I think it's deeper than that. So, yeah, I, I'm wrapping it up. See, what do we do today? Little shit, man. We get an hour. You know what I'm saying? It's the big motherfucking baby. And you know, I'm back on my podcast way. I mean, shit. I was down and out, bro. I was sick for like a smooth couple weeks, man. I had unformed stool, man. I had some Nicki Minaj. I refer to Nicki Minaj as unformed stool. She's not, she's not complete, man. She's, she's unformed. She, she needs to work on that. I, I had some Nicki Minaj, you know what I mean? I was just shitting, just shitting terribly. I didn't have the energy to get into, a, to get out here and do a pot, pot last week. I had some shit written up, boy. I had some bars for Nicki, boy. I was gonna really like go in on her ass for coming at Travis like. He know his album is not the number one album. It was number one, Mike, like Nikki, you were number two. Shut up, like you, you're you're getting your units off. She canceled the world tours, like or she postponed it, like yeah, bro. ain't nobody buying tickets, dog. We know what it is, like you even brought Future out with you and you ain't selling tickets still. Don't nobody want to see you, ass Nikki. It's okay, it's okay, Nick. You're falling off, you know. You want to get mad at DJ Self and all this shit. Envy, Envy was like, nah, dog. You ain't gonna, you ain't gonna do Self like that and think we gonna play your shit. Nah, fuck that. See what else did Nikki do? That I just want to approach real quick because she needs to put the bottle down. Really, I think she might need to put the pull, the pills down because I think she, she, I think she's on pills. I don't know that to be, to be true, but I, that's what I think. But at the least, she got to put the bottle down. She's got to do that because the, the, the woman is on something. She's on something and is fucking with her train of thought. She's not thinking clearly anymore. She's just yeah, she's fucked up. Yeah, bitch some found naught. No, you need to leave no, alone, Nikki. What else she did? She's she, she been on Barbie TV talking about, I'm a legend. Uh, these bitches can't, you, you can't even compare me to them. like, no, no, no. You, Cardi, dropped the album the same year. We can compare you all. Not your legacy. We can just compare you all's albums. And Cardi's album was obviously better. I gave your album one listen, and I haven't given a second. I've been meaning to. Gone to burn, gone to burn, gone to burn. I still have from Joe Button, them, But, um, it is what it is. Yeah, Nikki's Unformed Stool, man. She really got to put the bottle down, man. Because you know, you drink too much, it fucks up your shit, man. Like, yo, Nick, you got to get your shit together, man. You got to get some formation here. We need some solidarity, you know what I'm saying? Like, we need you to come out crispy and clean. We don't need you all messy and sloppy out here because that's how you're looking. You're not acting like the queen of rap, man. You're acting like fucking queen of the thieves or something. you acting like a whole court gesture out here. You're looking real stupid. And that's not the wave. But anyways, big baby, the GOAT is back. I'm back on that. On that unk juice, you know what I'm saying? I'm back on that yak. I'm back on that yeah, I mean, you know what I mean? The big baby is motherfucking back.
1: And I'm back. Bitch.